Welcome to the family with Hackmaster, Ralph W. Basham, MD. Alex Brampernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brampernard. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, what the hell you think of that action? That was a very, very nice gathering with the Hubbard Corporation. The morning party. The morning party, celebrating two months on uh, the Hubbard Network. It's going really, really well. So amazing. Management was all in smiles, so they must be happy with everything. They're happy with everything. The numbers are looking really good. I guess we're growing week by week. Andy, you keep an eye on those usually. A little bit. Ethan was here running after Bop Bop. Yeah, he sure was. My yeah. God. I, I brought him out in the hallway because Tom went to the bathroom. So I said, and he was kind of mad because you left the room. So I said, let's go find him. Let's go find him. And he's all smiles. And we're walking down the hallway and he sees Bop Bop from afar. And he sticks his hands up in the air and runs to him. <laughs> he did. I'm like, wow. <laughs> wow. My buddy is Your all I have to say. Buddy. Wait until he learns about quarters. He gave, yeah, he gave me the stink eye for about... 10 minutes, and then all of a sudden he's like, okay, I do love you. Well, he's given me the stink eye for his whole life, so. That's true. This is, you're a weirdo. Welcome to the club. You know what, though? He might change in a month. Oh, no, I know. I'm, I don't take yeah, it personally. You can't take it. Kids Whatever. are weird. He's he might not like kid. me forever, and, you know, these it's are the breaks. Not, it has nothing to do with not liking. He, he just has preferences, and, you know. He likes everybody but he, me. He <laughs> makes the, the right choices. It's the and he, he likes Pat. You. He likes Pat. He liked Pat, and he liked Ross. Yeah. Yeah. He liked who else? Ross. Oh, Ross too, yes. did he? Mm-hmm. Big fan. Oh, that Michael Yan called last uh, yesterday afternoon at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh. So that's why he was not on yesterday. So we're going to have him on next I'm week. I'm trying for Wednesday, but he's in the Darien Gap. Oh, he is. Covering yeah. all of the stuff that's going the, on. You should tell people what that uh, is. It's an area in Panama where there's a lot of people crossing over to get into the United States. Many, many Chinese nationals. Yes, he's coming to China. And nobody's yeah, right. know, nobody knows where they're coming from. Hmm. I mean, it's I like, would guess uh, China. No, but I mean, it's, <laughs> a con- it's, a, it. it's not like you can just leave China whenever you feel like it. You don't get just go tour around. It's an hmm. odd thing to have a bunch of Chinese people. I mean, did they escape? Are they being sent? That's what we'll, we'll find out yeah, when, and if we get to talk to Michael Yan. Aren't they coming from one general area in China or I'm somewhere over there? I'm not sure, but there's also other countries that this is happening in, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, So it'll be an interesting conversation when we hear from him. I would have to if agree. I can, if I can nail him down in one spot. Well, I suppose if he's working that hard, you, what are you going to do? You can follow him on Twitter and, and uh, get some of the stories on there. Michael Yan, Y-O-N. Is he Chinese? Is he Asian? I don't know. I would think so. His picture, you know, is so tiny, and I haven't looked at his... He definitely doesn't look Asian. Okay. Mm-hmm. Y-O-N? Mm-hmm. What would that be? That sounds Asian. Maybe he's half Asian. Maybe he's Finnish. Yeah, he might be Finnish. Yan. Yeah, no, it's Chinese. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. <coughs> oh, when we talk to him, we'll get his information. Well, it could you? be his father's Asian. Chinese, his mother's not. That's right. Could be anything. That could be what it is, because usually you take the, they still take the dad's but name he, a lot. But he's a he's a combat <clears throat> journalist. He's been in a lot of conflict areas. And yeah. Yeah, he's been doing this for a long time. So it would be great to talk to him. So wonder, he's like the real deal. It's a wonder he's not in Sudan. Oh, God, Sudan is a disaster. Is there any place in the world that's not a disaster? <laughs> uh, nope. <laughs> there's, there's nowhere left. Everywhere. 
South America is a disaster. Central America is a disaster. The entire Eastern Hemisphere. Well, didn't we just didn't Biden just sign some sort of declaration of war and nobody's even covering it? I know he's like against four nations. Declaration of war. I don't even understand. Andy, would you look that up and see what that's all about? Declaration of something. I doubt it's a declaration of war. Yeah, that's probably probably what it's a congressional thing, or congressional approval, or whatever. Yeah, the the, the Sudan thing. I watched. I watched like a twenty-five minute. layman's explanation of what's going on there yeah i listened very carefully yeah I have no idea what's going on yeah. oh yeah it was so com- it's so complex and involuted and oh it's a bizarre bizarre well, deal 25 minute layman's that's yeah wow I mean, like was, long for and they, they went back all the way to the original civil war before <coughs> oh. south sudan got their independence and it, goes, it went on and on and on and all the generals and who was thrown out of office and who was in? Uh, who was closing back up with the people who were thrown out of? Office. I mean, just bizarre kind of a thing. It just that's the way it is. There's so much of that uh, ins and outs of politics. So, what's you guys take on Tucker Carlson, Don Lemon, Dan Bongino? And there will be more, by the way. I have no idea. Good. All I, of them good. Looking Thumbs on looking on up. social media, there's 50 different versions of why they've been either fired or they've left <laughs> or the reason. It's Chuck Schumer hated Tucker, so he got him fired. Tucker was going to reveal something about big pharma and how the uh, COVID vaccine was a bunch of crap, and that's why they fired him. It's like, I don't have any idea. Right now, I think it's all conspiracy theories. I don't know if there's been an official, actual, truthful explanation of why, from what I can see. Indeed. Well, there's a headline just popped up on my screen. I don't know what this means. Carlson, really the only person who could beat Donald Trump. What? Oh, now, yeah, now there's some weird bunch of for president, people they mean. thinking that he should run for president. That Tucker Carlson should yeah, run for president? I really don't think he would want to do that. I would say this. I, I've worked, I didn't work with Tucker. I've had him on as a guest before. And he's always been very pleasant. I don't know what the deal is, but uh, it's not clear if now former Fox host would bite, but some think there's a pass to the GOP. Now, they really want, there is a group of people who want Carlson to run for president. Why would he want to do that? I wouldn't. I can guarantee you that. He's too polarizing. We need to stop having so many polarizing people run for president. And he's also wealthy. And why would you want to run for an office? Because the other side is just going to try to ruin your life by impeaching you with fake Russian collusion crap. What's the point? I'll tell you one thing. If this happens, they got a shot. And I'm not kidding. Tucker Carlson runs for president with Don Lemon as vice president. There you go. I'm telling you. That would probably work. I don't think Just that Don Lemon is emotionally stable <laughs> eight enough. Here's a gridlock. Yeah, you got a conservative and you got a liberal, and I don't know. Do you think we're going to be able to get away from all this stuff? So, I, so the whole thing, he got fired because he was revealing what Fox was doing. It was a lot of lies or whatever. We don't know. We just don't know. There's nobody knows why he got fired. Mm-mm. I don't know what to tell you. What the hell? It all works on the end. What are you looking for? What is she doing? She's getting the cuticle clipper. They've been moving around a lot uh, since the show started. (coughs) Sorry, I'm on cold number 83 of this winter. You really have had a lot of cold. Yes. (laughs) It's just I can't believe you have another cold. I know. Stay away from me. I've had every cold that you've gotten. Yesterday, all of a sudden, I was like, okay, now I have a cold again. Oh, for heaven's It's not terrible, but it's just another cold. Uh, I don't think I'm, I don't know. I think I've got allergies after a cold, (coughs) so I've been stuffed up now for 
three weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you something, though. This is another yeah. indicator. Another story just popped up. Uh, Tucker Carlson, Don Lemon, the lawyer up together. What's that all about? I God. doubt I that. Don't know. Says they've hired they've all... hired Brian Friedman, who nabbed thirty million dollars oh. for Megyn Kelly after the twenty nineteen firing from NBC. So they've hired the same lawyer on the same day at the same time. That's a rather coincidence, don't you think? Mm. Now, why did they fire Megyn Kelly? Wasn't she like their Megyn Kelly got fired too? Long, long time girl. ago from Fox. Then oh, she went well, to NBC yeah. and then they fired. Uh. She left Fox and went to NBC and then the NBC fired her. Oh. But I don't remember what. I think she was just too extreme for them or something. I think she had some sort of an interview and she said something they didn't like. It's like, you know what? Journalists are supposed to be able to ask their own questions. Yeah, right, exactly. I mean, it's kind of your job to do that whole thing. But, yeah, that's uh, the big news today is the Tucker Carlson, Donald. They don't even mention Dan Bongino, and they, they didn't fire him. They just didn't continue his contract. Which I don't know if that's going to turn around if he's ever coming back. Well, but, he had a different time slot, too, so maybe he just yeah. didn't have the ratings. I don't know. Well, the ratings on all those stations are way down. Yep. Carlson had the best of the bunch on, on yes, uh, he did. Fox. He had great though, right? ratings. Well, now they're even going to be lower. So Yes, indeed, because a lot of people are not very happy that they fired him. So I don't know what to tell you. Who knows? Well, here you go. Fired by Fox, Carlson gets skewered <coughs> on late night. What a shock. Yeah, left-wing sh- propagandist hates right-wing propagandist. Oh, really? <laughs> Tucker Carlson got fired from Fox? Yeah, yesterday. What? You didn't know that? No, no fired what? He the past 15 minutes? He departed. <laughs> no, but I just... No. What? We were talking about Tucker Carlson, but I didn't realize... Why? What happened? Uh, they don't, we don't know. We don't oh, know. We, we think just it's went over that for 15 minutes. Sorry. Apparently he called <laughs> Donald Trump. My brain is just not working. He called Donald Trump a joke, which apparently they didn't like that too much. Okay. So I don't know. It, 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 this whole thing, I wish they would all just shut up. <laughs> I, I think you could use Grow that. Grow up and as, shut up. As a general term for all politicians, they're all a oh, joke. They are. They are. <laughs> Every one of them. They're all horrible. <laughs> I agree. Okay, this is supposed to be a joke, and I want you to tell me why this would be funny. Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show last night said, yep, Tucker Carlson is out when, uh, when he heard Vladimir Putin was like, damn, we need a new PR guy. What? I know. Yeah, it's like a 14-year-old trying to write political humor. I know. But you just like name drop bad guys. If there's oh, one funny. guy that hates Putin on the television, it's Tucker Carlson. A lot of people seem to be under the impression that the right wing loves Russia because the left wing doesn't like Russia, therefore well, the right wing must. And there's love a lot them. of people on the right side that aren't really aren't thrilled about this Ukrainian war, which I guess you're supposed right. to be all in, or else you're some sort of a fascist. Well, yeah, I don't like Russia, but I also don't care what I happens over there. Yeah, I don't like war. Sorry, I don't care what the That'd reason be is. Good. Not a big what? fan of war. Why not? Oh, James Corden said something was kind of funny. Oh, that's hard to believe that James it's Corden the first was time funny. for everything. <clears throat> you ready? Yep, ready. I'm James ready. Corden on the Late Late Show. Tucker Carlson has now uh, worked at uh, and left MSNBC, CNN, Fox News. He's running out of options now. Like soon, he's just going to be on the Weather Channel, saying that hurricanes are caused by drag queens. <sighs> Huh. I mean, that's about as funny as he's ever been. Uh, I think that's good. Aren't the funny. setup was okay, but then the punchline was not good. Yeah, yeah. it was a lame punchline. Very line, predictable. Yeah. Well, I mean, When's uh, Tim going to be on? 
Um, he just joined us. <coughs> oh, a couple it's of okay, let me read I one. I am here. I am here. Can I make a big announcement? Sure. I mean, the timing is so perfect. Oh, I'm starting a new podcast. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's called Lammers and Lemon. Oh, you and Don. <laughs> Lammers and Lemon. You and Don are going to do a podcast. It's going to be phenomenal. The timing is perfect. Don, I call Don. Hey, let's do a podcast, baby. Me and you. Yeah. The, the title is perfect. You can be, it can be Lemon and Lammers, Lammers and Lemon, you know. He'll work with him. Now, have you talked about old Don yet today? Not, not Trump. I heard you just say something about Trump. I'm talking about Don Lemon. Talk about the, the bookends falling. Oh, at you the same got time. that How right. weird is that? The yeah. complete opposites. Complete Boom. opposites. It just shows you when people get wealthy and people get famous, a lot of times they turn into complete a-holes. I mean, yep. that's the problem. That is oh, very God. true. You know, I, I don't watch Tucker Carlson, but I, you know, I've seen enough because Don Lemon just kept stepping in it. Even oh, after the whole, the whole uh, past her prime sort of thing. Uh, he just, and, and now today for the first time, I have seen, he, apparently they, him and Poppy Harlow had a Republican candidate on their show. What is his name? Um, Kennedy? Oh, Vivek, Rivek, Vivek Ramaswamy. Oh, Ramaswamy, yeah. Have Vivek, you seen Vivek, that yeah. clip? No. No. Well, Don Lemon going after this guy. Really? It's crazy. Now he's questioning. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even want to try to explain what they were arguing about because I'm sure I would say something wrong and get myself into trouble. But, of course, it was along racial lines. And uh, Don Lemon, boy, he just was, you know, look, he, a lot of personalities or whatever the hell you want to call them, um, they kind of tend to forget being professional. Yeah, yes. they do. And and they raise their voices and they, they throw their fits in front of these people and all that sort of stuff. I mean, act professional, man. I don't care if you agree or you disagree with these people. At least be professional about it, which Poppy Harlow is, by the way. Yeah, she seems to be. Yep. Yeah, and 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 Don Lemon. It's just, oh man, you got to look it up. Uh, just just uh, on YouTube, Don Lemon, Vivek Ramaswamy. You don't need just put Don Lemon and Vivek, and you'll you'll get the clip. We've but had man, Vivek on the he's show going before. After this guy like crazy, and it's like that had to have been one of the last of many straws that broke the camel. Well, yeah. I'm sure that Vivek could handle himself because he's not—he's oh, yeah. not exactly oh, yeah. afraid and he of. He did. He did. Lemon. It's just Don Lemon just kept going after him. Really? Mm. Oh God, you got to see the clip, man. It's crazy. Well, it's but that whole it's, I hate the Republican Party so much it doesn't matter who's r running for it. Yep, with it's it, cult yeah. behavior. Yeah. It really yeah, is. It's, it's sad. You know, but uh, the guy was trying to make a, you know, what he was posing as a, legi a legitimate argument because he is of Indian descent. And right. Don is, right. so they're both minorities. So, but Don told him, no, you cannot speak to that issue because you are not, you're not who I am, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so look it up and play it if you can, because it is really ultimately entertaining for us because you got to know that, this has to be one of the many reasons that that Don Lemon, they finally said, you know what? This guy's a liability. We got to get He's rid of him. He's terrible. I think I've got it. It's about a minute long. Oh, there so, you go. Okay. Is it, if that sounds right, then yep. I'll. Yeah, yeah. I, well, well, I'll tell you if it's the one, but yeah, I'm sure you got it. 
Americans. Watch. Actually, you know, a funny fact is black people did not get to enjoy the other freedoms until their Second Amendment rights were secured. And I think that that's black, one of the lessons that we still learned. aren't allowed to enjoy the freedoms. I disagree well with you countries. on that, Don. I disagree with you. I think you're doing a disservice well, to our country okay. by failing to recognize when the you, fact that we have you equality are in black the law. And you live in this country, then you can disagree with me. But we're not. You mentioned in here that I we have three different shades Don, of I think we have to be able to talk about these issues in the open, regardless of the color of our skin. Fact, part that I find insulting fact. is when you say today black Americans don't have those rights after we have the gone through civil rights revolution in this country. You are sitting here telling an African American about the rights and what you find insulting about the the, the way I live, the skin I live in every day. Here's and where I you and I have the a different point of black view. And white <laughs> that black people <laughs> don't have in this he, country here, and that black people do have. Well, here's where you and I have a different point of view. I think we should be able to express our views regardless of the color of our skin. We should have this debate I'm not saying you without me regarding views, you as a black man, insulting that but you're me regarding you as a fellow citizen. That you're That's sitting what I think here, we whatever ethnicity you are, explaining to me whatever ethnicity about I'm, I'll what tell it's you, like to be black Whatever America. ethnicity I'm I am, sorry. I'll tell you what I am. I'm an Indian American. I'm proud of it. But I think we should have this debate. Black, white, doesn't matter. I think we should have this debate. The content. And all of a sudden. Oh, you did that on purpose. No, I didn't. <laughs> I thought you got you know sick what? of it. I couldn't I couldn't hear any of that. I suppose it's the way it is set up with uh, Yeah, there's uh, uh there's no way to do that, unfortunately. No, that's fine. So is is this the clip where Don says something about whatever you are in reference to his race? Yeah, yeah. whatever you yeah. Whatever you are. <clears throat> yep. I yeah. like how his argument prick. was like, you don't know what it's like to be in my skin as a black American. Meanwhile, he's worth how many millions of dollars? Oh, he's a yeah. Sitting at the head of one of the biggest news organizations in the entire world. Yep. It's like, yeah, I don't know what it's like because I'm not a part of the point oh 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 one percent like you are. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yet he's well, he's down with the man, isn't he? Though. Plus, Vivek is, is very is very dark skinned himself. Is he not? He could pass for black if he wanted. to. Absolutely. So what is yeah. he? I think he's about. actually darker than Don Lemon. <laughs> I think he might be. I think he actually I think he is. might be right about that. But, Good. you know, again, it now CNN at least showing some initiative to try to balance the scales a little bit by having a Republican candidate on there. And again, I don't know how much you could tell. I think Poppy was smart just to kind of stay out of it until the very end when she said something about I'd like to get your uh, opinion on this. And Don Lemon said something to the effect of, no, no, we don't want that. So I, I didn't I, I say didn't, that. I can, he did say that. Yeah. yeah. So. So, yeah, I mean, again, you know what? You're you're a, be a professional. I don't care if you don't you don't have to agree. Nobody says that you have to, especially in this day and age, where we, our our news networks are just propaganda arms, is what they are. Yes. Well, they don't they don't have to hide their political affiliations anymore. So still, you still should be civil with people. Well, I would think. See, and to your point, what's so astonishing to me is that you see your ratings going down, 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 down. And still, yep. you keep doing the same thing and even starting to get worse instead yeah. of saying, hmm, what could I do to be a little bit right. more balanced? Or what, what, what do people, people are asking, they're begging for the news to just be the news and yes. not yep. propaganda right. pieces. People want right. it so bad, and no one will give it to anyone. I don't get yeah. that. Yeah, interesting thing is, though, you say about the ratings going down, down, and down. I, you know, I just don't, 
I don't watch any of these networks. No, I, but but I catch all of this stuff on YouTube. But you know, right. whatever's trending, it pops up in front of me or whatever. Um, but I would have been back in the day when I did watch this stuff on a regular basis. I would have been more inclined to tune in when somebody like him, Don Lemon, steps in it because it's, it, then then it would have been the, the big. What's he gonna do next? And he has, he has just continually been stepping in it. So you think in some sort of way, people would be tuning in to see what train wreck was going to happen today. I just don't even know if anybody <laughs> cares yeah, anymore. Maybe, maybe again, they figured out just like me. It's like, well, you know what? It's going to pop up somewhere. Well, it's going to trend true. somewhere yeah. and they'll just catch the, uh, the two minute version of it. And uh, there it is. But yeah, I think that had to have contributed. Now that was Wednesday. And from what I understand, neither Lemon or Tucker Carlson had an inkling that Friday. Well, actually, Lemon was on yesterday morning. Apparently, yeah, he was. Yep. Imagine that. So, was it one of those deals after the show where they said, uh, "Don, can you come in here for a second? Was oh, that- actually, he said he found out through his agent. But do you think they gave him one of those cardboard boxes and say, <laughs> "Here's back your, up stuff. your stuff. Take back up your personal belongings and yeah. leave." I mean, so, you have to believe there was something like that going on. But, man, it, it was a crazy, crazy day because the lemon thing, I guess, didn't surprise me. But the Tucker Carlson happening at the happening at the same time did. And, you know, a lot of the news, again, because that's the way they do things, they try to equate Tucker Carlson's exit um, hand in hand with that big settlement last week oh yeah and apparently he wasn't pushing the theory theories apparently he wasn't on that bandwagon he so they made it sound like he was getting fired because of that when in fact right there were other personalities on the network that were beating the drum for the fake results instead of him he apparently didn't no he didn't that's kind of weird to me yeah. I don't know. I'll, maybe, maybe this is just. Maybe this is all good. Maybe they're just gonna like throw it all away and start good. over with some actual real journalists again. Works for me. Wouldn't that be nice? Throw out the, throw out the baby with the bathwater. One of my favorite phrases that I have no idea what the hell it means. <laughs> Where's Ethan? <laughs> Got to throw him out with the bathwater. Throw out the baby with the bathwater. So we yeah. watched a new show. <laughs> What's that? We watched a new show last night. What? What are you watching? The Diplomat. With Carrie, what's oh, her face? Russell. Yeah, Russell. Carrie Russell who she is produces also. and acts in it. And is I really it, liked it, her in an Amer- what was it, American Spy that she was in? She was in uh, The Americans. The, the Americans. Americans. Oh, God, that was such a good show. I love that show. And I, again, as a reminder, <laughs> as a friendly, uh, reminder, um, Cocaine Bear, which she is also in. I want to yes. watch that so bad after seeing the trailer. It looks hilarious. It is oh, streaming God. on Peacock. Tonight's the night. Huh? You said you wouldn't watch it. If you want it, you got it. It looks hilarious. You know what, what's interesting about Peacock is that, you know, I mean, it's a free service. I don't know if you can get it if you if you can just download the app and watch it for free. I have the $5 one where you can watch stuff with commercials. Um, but they also produced a documentary about the real cocaine bear, which you can either watch before or after, because, you know, the story, the cocaine bear movie, obviously is just inspired by it. Right. You know, so over the top, you know, the, co- the, the bear gets high and 
goes on a rampage. Terrorizes. Reality, uh, <laughs> he, he swallowed 35 pounds of Coke and died, apparently. <laughs> but, but, but it's interesting because it gives you a lot more backstory on the guy who threw out the Coke out of the plane and oh. he was going to parachute out and, and he, he did a buffoonery move in the movie and he died. Um, but in reality, the guy that, that threw the Coke out into the Georgia woods was a real bad dude. Oh. So it's a really, really interesting thing about the backstory of the cocaine bear situation, but also too, they take you into the museum where, the cocaine bear is stuffed in there for display, and you can get your picture taken with him and all that kind of I've stuff. I never heard of this cocaine bear until Kristen started talking about it. <laughs> well, 30, it, you know, the weird thing is it happened in 85, and, and oh. to me, it was really a genius move to take that whole incident as a springboard and turn it into this movie. But what the hell took them 35 years? I, you know, I think Ralph talked about this. You might have Ralph um, about how scripts they're yeah. just sitting there, yeah, they're, they're, per they're purchased, discovered basically. They're purchased and put on the shelf, and then yeah, yeah, you know they're, they they won't look at them because they don't want anything new and don't want to take a risk on something not doing well. But yeah, they're just on the shelf. I, uh, mm -hmm. uh, Quinn Redeker, the, he told me that he's the person who wrote the uh, Russian roulette scene in the Deer Hunter. He oh wrote, yeah, yeah. He wrote that. He was a talent in, in L.A. as well, and he would write scripts. And then he would go to he would go to I don't know either he went to Warner Brothers or someplace and they were since he had done so well in the past since he had written so well in the past since he was an, I think he received an Oscar for that as well he would just give them, they would buy him and he would just he would just, he would just turn them out and buy them he turn them out every three months turn out a script oh that looks good yeah here here's 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 a piece of change for that they go right on the shelf that was he he told me that hmm. so, and oftentimes what happens is those scripts end up get, being rewritten by somebody oh, sure. else and somebody else gets the credit for it. And the original writer gets screwed. They might huh. get credit. Nice. But, you know, again, if they're buying a script and they're offering you, I don't know how much they would buy a script for out there in Hollywood. I know, by and large, the writers get screwed a lot. Um, so, but, hey, man, if it, if it pays the bills and you don't have any promise of credit, I mean, who's to complain? Isn't right? there another writer's strike coming up or <coughs> did it get resolved? I believe they voted, to, they authorized it, oh. uh, whether they're actually going to do it. Isn't it funny now how all the strikes, they warn you ahead of time? Yeah, we're going to strike on this date. Yeah. How about you catch uh, the studios or whoever the hell you're trying to impact off guard and say, in, in, you know, within the inner circle, oh. okay, we're going to do this Monday. But no, no, uh, Friday, uh, June 28th, we're going to do, you know, it's like, why? Because you know, this is how their union bosses get, uh, you know, stay in, in businesses. They start negotiating. Oh, I suppose. Yeah. I suppose. But yeah, yeah it's, so I don't know what sort of impact that's actually going to have. I know the last, didn't they have a strike that went on, a writer's there, strike for a long, long well, time? Yeah, about 10 years ago or something. Well, there was a big, that. was it longer? It, it was, was a big one. It lasted a long time. And enter uh, reality TV. That's, that's well, what all those yeah, things yeah, entered. Right. Yeah. Right. Thanks yeah. for that, writers. That might have been 20 years ago. Oh, wow. I know at one point, you know, I think it was after the end of that last strike that I talked to Pat Proft about that because, you know, Pat, who writes a lot and, and still he's got things in, you know, in production overseas, et cetera. Um, but he, you know, told me the amount that he would make off of a, 
a video because actually back then it was a video cassette being sold and it's just really the writers get screwed man they just get i can see why they're striking you know they just get hosed they're they're the unsung heroes of the business without the damn written word right unless you're making a silent movie but even that's based on a story i mean come on you cannot exist without a writer so yeah, what the hell are you doing man get got, this fixed it's got to be hard to watch you know when a movie star is making hundreds of millions and you're making well you know oh, and it's and it's all about that and and honestly because i've been doing this for so long i've had the opportunity to talk to a lot of great actors that's great and everything but honestly the best conversations are going to come with the filmmakers because they're the ones the writers the directors you know the craftspeople, whatever makeup people um that really do the directors especially they pour their lives into this this becomes their lives day in and day out for two years three years or whatever whereas an actor they'll come there and you know do their 10 weeks and you know uh principal production photography and then they're done and then they get all the glory (laughs) but the person has been passionate about it you know that's the people i love talking with because they they have the stories there was you know, a passion. There was a story about Keno Reeves. Keanu. Keanu. Keno Reeves. I never know his name. <laughs> Keanu. Keanu. Keanu Reeves. Keanu. Are you Keanu? Kidding? Keanu Reeves. Keno. I don't know. Bingo parlor. Anyway, I know Kino. who he is. I just can't say his first name. Keanu. Keanu. Okay. Reeves. He apparently would give a ton of money of his salary back. To the writers and to the wardrobe yes. people yeah, and yep. makeup people. I yep. guess he was very, very generous. He was like, I make way too much money. <laughs> I don't need, I'm going to help out. He, her, he heard some, some, I think it was a costume designer. She was in the back crying because she was going to lose her house because of something. I don't know if it was divorce or whatever. And he went and paid off her mortgage for her. Yeah. Yeah, he seems to I didn't know he was a decent person. We had him well, on several and times. And he doesn't and he doesn't guy. have a band, you know. He does. <laughs> and a TV station telling everybody everything that he does. That's good. He just does it. Yeah, that's true. Other yeah, people tell. You know, there was one other guy and this is my dad did not really care about the Hollywood <clears throat> stuff at all. Um but one show and one actor he enormously respected was James Gandolfini. Mhm. Because apparently he got a big raise, and that's exactly what he did. He turned around and he shared it with the people that, you know, deserved it as as much as he did, you know. And and that really meant a lot to my father. He's like, you know, yeah, he's he's a stand-up guy, you know. He realizes it's not about him, just about him. It's about all these people that prop him up, right? You know. So that's great. That's great. It's great to hear that about uh, uh, Keanu because. And I've heard a lot of good things about him besides mm-hmm. anyway. So, yeah, that's that's just a heartening uh, story to hear, though. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. 
How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. I've... I've I find it interesting that uh, writers for movies uh, don't make any money, yet writers for songs make all the money. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> I mean, there's there's a yeah, huge disconnect there, which is to why that. And because uh, uh, Paul Anka, who wrote uh, "Here's Johnny," you know, he and Johnny Carson made what was it, hundred thousand dollars per year they would yeah, make. Yeah, yeah. On on just that song when it yep. was being played, <clears throat> the so, Tonight Show theme. Yeah. So it's it's interesting that there's that, that disconnect. Doesn't make sense. And, and you know, and what's interesting about that these days, Ralph, is that, I mean, at least when you had radio stations tracking that, I mean, and there's ASCAP that gets it. Is that the writers' union? ASCAP. I mean, uh, what is that? Screen the Screenwriters Guild. Yeah. So, so, but now sick, with yeah. streaming and all that sort of stuff, I. You know, and YouTube people. That's one thing I just do not get about YouTube is how people can basically steal people's work like songs, yeah. mostly songs yep. and put a video up there and ads are played in front of it. So they're getting advertising revenue for somebody else's work. That's amazing yeah. to me. So, yeah. So yeah, there, <laughs> apparently there is still a way to track, you know, giving the songwriters what they deserve, but you're right, Ralph. It's, it's, it's really the opposite, isn't it? Yeah. If you want to make it in the business, if you're a, prolific songwriter that's where you're going to make the money hey, andy right. would you do me a favor uh-huh would you look up and see the highest money making song ever written because it's got to be something like here comes santa claus or something like that i suppose but there's got to well, be one song that's I mean, made there's well, best-selling maybe, singles that's about all i can do for maybe you. part of it is too that um people that work on tv shows work in a big team yeah, they mm -hmm. do. Yeah. And also, a, a screenplay, they'll say it's by somebody, but there's a, lot, there's a bunch of people that are working on that screenplay. 
maybe it's really hard to just say, oh, well, you know, he contributed 12, you know, scenes and he contributed two. So how right. do you, you know, I, I, I don't know. Just, you know, just also it the interesting thing is, and every year you notice this, this is really when the issue rises to prominence and it goes away. Um, when the Writers Guild of America announces their nominees, generally it doesn't fall in line with what the Academy ends up nominating only because not everybody belongs to the Writers Guild. Oh, really? So I'm wondering, well, why is that? Hmm. Why, why would you not belong to a union that is there, you know, supposedly to help you? Because you've got to pay dues. You have to pay dues. If you're not selling anything, you don't have any money for the dues. <laughs> but you would think that people being nominated are, are, high profile enough that they would be able to afford it just in much in the same way you'd be able to afford that eight dollars for that blue check mark yeah i I mean it seems like none of the big shots can afford to pay that eight dollars to show other people how important (laughs) they are 100 bucks a year man 96 dollars a year is a lot of money i i I see a lot of people talking about i'm not paying for that blue check mark because elon musk is worth blah 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 amount of money it's like that's not really the point no it's he bought it and he's changing it. And if you want to edit your tweets, you got to pay right. for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so many people have been burned with their tweets that they wish they could get back. It's like, you know what? This is actually a way you can try to mm-hmm. fix it. It's a screen grab of it. Well, isn't yeah. that some of what Tucker Carlson got in trouble for? Or is it e- emails and messages and I have no postings idea. on social media? I, I guess that's what, why they were so mad at him. Oh, I have no idea, really. Because he literally Ma- made fun of Donald Trump, and that's he's their guy. And- so if they fired him, is he going to have a, like an NDA, or are they going to have to pay him off? I mean, I, I, He's I, already suing them. Okay. Yeah, you got an yeah. attorney suing. So you know, up. but let's be honest, he's going to be fine. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what his salary was, but I'm sure it's yeah, high. I, I, he's he's going to be fine. Again, uh, and I'm not taking anybody's side in any of this, but people like Tucker, people like Don Lemon, anybody that's in the public eye are there for a reason. Right. They crave that attention. Yeah. That's so right. you know. They could have all the money in the world, but that doesn't matter as long as if people aren't paying attention to them on a daily basis, it's going to drive them crazy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the thing is with both Don Lemon and I'm sorry, that was I was lying before. There is not going to be a Lemon and Lammers podcast. No. Liar. No, I was looking forward to thinking, it. Uh, I can about, dream. Wait a minute. Uh, what's that? Lammers and Lemon. How about Tucker and Tommy? Come on! Oh, there. Uh, rivals. We can be rivals. We can be but rivals, the point man. I was make is, the point <laughs> I was going to make is that, look, in this day and age, you can get out there and just do your own Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. And have your own satellite show. You know who's really, I think, she's really making an impact is uh, Megan Kelly. Because she was obviously, you know, on Fox, and then she famously moved away from them and, and then went to... NBC got fired from there effectively. And now she's doing her own thing where she doesn't have to answer to anybody. Yeah. Well, that's so I wouldn't be surprised for one second that Don Lemon and Tucker Carlson do the same sort of thing. Yeah. Because they they have a fan base. So, well, yeah, exactly. They're going to follow. Exactly. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, so you know, you're the the legacy media is does not. They're no longer the overlords, you know. I mean, thank God, especially and the that, way they've you been know, behaving. Admittedly, has hurt the business that you know, as far as now everybody's a movie reviewer, right? <laughs> you know, but I, at least I had I had the background <coughs> in a some sort of traditional media sense. Um, but now anybody can do whatever the hell they want because of podcasting, because of YouTube videos, because of whatever. Right. Yeah, it's, a, it's astonishing how many people make so much money off of YouTube that you've never even heard of. What, what, exactly. What, Andy, I, I sent you a thing about some seven-year-old or something that, or, that made $25 million re reviewing toys. The unboxing kit. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. What? Some little kid. <laughs> mm -hmm. You have to have a momager. You do. To do sure. That. Yeah. I understand yeah. that. Yeah. It's like, kid, oh, yeah, you're going to be famous. I and could we're definitely make this see happen. Sage reviewing <clears throat> toys. Oh, if I were the momager type, I think Sage could make good money on YouTube. <laughs> he could totally. Oh, yeah. Because he Absolutely. loves toys and he loves to talk. But I have no interest in anyone no. knowing what my children look like whatsoever. Well, no, that's thank you. just it, Alex. Yeah. I mean, I, I've always felt the same way. And in fact, that's why my Facebook page, I, it's strictly been, I'm, even when I, I rarely even show my face on there. I mean, obviously, I have the profile picture and all that stuff. But one thing I said right away, I don't want people knowing what my family looks like or yeah. what my dogs look like mm -hmm. even. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I, I don't. That, that makes me nervous. I don't like that. Yeah, on Instagram, I have a private profile. And I'm sorry, listeners, if you've asked to follow me on Instagram, but I do not accept listeners on my Instagram because I post tons of pictures of my kids and videos of my kids all the time. Oh. And that's why you'll never see them on the Tom Bernard podcast either. There you go. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. I never I would have, have let agree. you little kids be on any of that but stuff either. But some people do like, you know, and I don't know what whatever benefit. I mean, look, if you want to, <clears throat> you know, find maybe there's a reason for people saying, well, maybe my audience will relate to me more if I open up my life to them. Well, again, that's no. I just can't do that. I just cannot. I'm very, very private in that regard. Yeah, there's a significant, you get significantly more money as like a, mom influencer than you do as just a woman influencer really yeah because then you get deals for you know baby stuff kids stuff mm. you get to review but if you and you can review those things but people want to see the kids sure well and that kind of dovetails into the whole thing what's happened with my business um it's not unusual for a movie studio to have to to craft a junket around mommy bloggers where yeah. they will bring in a bunch of mommy blogger influencers whatever you want to call them and they actually it's usually a press conference situation where they're all sitting there and they ask but i mean and then in the end you know the 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 big star they're interviewing does a big group picture with all these folks i mean so there are influencer junkets there are you know, momager, mommy, what did you call them? Momagers? Momager, yeah. <laughs> mommy bloggers, whatever. So that's all part of the fabric now of uh, movie mer um, marketing. I almost said merchandising, marketing. You know, it's interesting. I was sitting um, next to a woman who is a marketer um, for, she's launching her own cosmetic company, but she's worked for some huge corporations. And she said, the influencer is going to be dead in the next couple of years. Really? She said everybody knows that they're they're just lying. 
Everybody knows well, so that they're just, they're just buying stuff to try to sell it to you. People yeah. are like, I can't mm-hmm. afford to keep on buying all of this stuff that this person keeps on saying that I have to have. It depends <clears throat> on the person. Because, like, I fell into, for some strange reason, one of the Kardashians' Instagrams oh, a few God. days ago. God. I don't follow her. It's the middle one. No, I don't. The littler one. Courtney? Mm, I, I think don't know. Is, yes. I, th- I don't know. Anyway, every single post was a product of hers. Yeah. Yep. Every it's single all one. Ads. Yeah. And, like, the influencers that I follow are much more, they are, it's just their life day to day. And every once in a while, they'll post an ad for something and it's not like i don't know it's not ad after ad and it's just constantly selling stuff and i don't buy stuff all the time from the people that i like follow i don't know i I think a lot of people do yeah but it doesn't but it depends on the person that you're following some people are really pushing out tons of ads and buy this buy this buy this buy this but that's not everybody i I I just have never gotten this whole idea of Oh, well, so-and-so uses it, so therefore it must be good, and I have to run out well, and buy women it. are much more suggestible with that kind of stuff. It's like, oh, this person who looks, you know, absolutely flawless because she's, you know, in the dermatologist's office ten times a week. And has and, a filter on. And has a filter on and is enhanced in every single possible way. I want to look like that. And she uses, you know, yeah. this soap, so <clears throat> yeah. I've got to do it, too. I would also be very, yeah, when, whenever they're on... Look at what they're wearing yes. and what they're displaying. Oh yeah, because there's passive things that you're seeing and taking in mm-hmm. as a as a viewer. Yeah, that thing. So if they're driving a Mercedes or they're driving wearing a uh, uh, have a certain handbag or you know a Gucci oh, handbag or they have the oh I see that oh that looks really oh look at that top one over there oh they look the, yeah. you know so so they that's do. all gifted to them so they so in essence they are still just a walking advertisement they are <laughs> and they list they list everything they're wearing. My yeah, earrings well, yeah. are this. Like my, outfit of and, the and, there's, and there's a link. And there's a link. So if you want that necklace, you link it, and then they get some uh, money. Well, yep. So and then it's real easy for you to buy it. So yeah. so yeah. so they do. That's a continue. So unlike uh, posting something, which is an individual ad, everything their whole podcast is just an ad, just or their their presentation is just an ad. Absolutely, one hundred percent. That's why she's saying people are have caught on. Yeah. And they're and the economy's bad. People don't have That's disposable bad. income. Mm-hmm. And watching these people that are just every day, you need a different kind of, you know, face wash every day. I've got another pair of earrings on. Yeah, they just can't afford it. So oh, I yeah. think people are going to maybe start turning away from it. Not sure, but oh, I, that was her prediction. I completely disagree. I completely disagree. The people just eat that stuff up. People yes, sit there and watch that stuff. They can't get enough of that stuff. They mm-hmm. watch it and watch. Oh, look at this. Oh, look at that. Well, look at what they're saying and blah, 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 blah. If you relate to it and it stimulates you, you are going to watch it. And it's still here and it ain't going anywhere because it's been well, so popular for so long. Yep. And this goes back even deeper into uh, what I believe is the studio's trump card. Uh, if this writer strike happens, the reality shows, the Kardashian shows, Ugh. all those sorts of shows, for some reason, people still find that stuff fascinating. Yeah. And they just want to peer in on that. It's but those weird. are all written. It's all scripted. Somebody's writing those. It's yeah. not real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That it's some not three-year-old. written. It's not somebody. It's not a union person. It's a. It's just. It's just. They're. They're given sort of a, a framework to work in. Oh, Jane, why don't you? You know, why don't you uh, argue with Ethel about 
about why uh, you know her nose is so big, or why don't, why don't you why don't you you know all this sort of stuff. And I told Lindsay that first the first time that she she we watched the Survivor the first series she had watched it and she just oh loved it. we watched that last thing i looked at it i watched it for about a half an hour i said this is all scripted yep this is all scripted. this is all predetermined why are you watching i this? remember you got mad at me alex what was it the hills or oh something? it was either the hills or laguna beach and you or were something really like that. into it and i said you know this is scripted and you were like it is not it's a reality well, I, was, I was also 14 <laughs> i was also 14 so oh, let's yeah. just well, I was I 14 don't forget like, that i gotta defend myself and, a little uh, bit and, uh, I know, but you got so mad at me. Because I was invested in the drama. And you don't need to be embarrassed because 14-year-old boys think that professional wrestling is 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 all real. It's not predetermined. It's not entertainment. Now I think everything's scripted, even like NFL football. Everything is designed to get you to buy something. There's nothing in the world out there that is not designed to get you to buy something. And, and no, wait, benefits Ralph, someone. Are you telling me the hammer lock was scripted? <laughs> well, yeah, the hammer lock. <laughs> it's not the, it's, it's the sleeper hole. The sleeper. The sleeper. The I love the sleeper. The, claw, the Baron Von Raschke, the claw. Oh, it was all scripted. Okay, Baron. Okay, put your hands out like this. Okay, pretend you're grasping. There, oh, we got the I, claw. I, I, that is one of the best. I, I really think that the professional wrestling really has some of the best entertainment value around. I'm really used in, to. in their own way they, used they, to. they've just, you know they've they spent it one way but what what I find very interesting that if we do just move a little bit a little bit away from that is that WWE the company mm-hmm. that owns WWE purchased uh UFC Oh they did I didn't know that uh, Yeah they oh, wow. purchased That's UFC What's, What's UFC name? again UFC, Ultimate Ultimate Fighting cage. Corporation something I don't know cage match Fighting Yeah, yeah that uh, so, what what is it what is that called Ultimate Fighting Championship UFC what M- I, MMA Mixed Martial Arts oh, Ultimate MMA, Fighting Championship MMA. Yeah okay, okay. So so That's that right. hey, So hey, now you have you have one section of this company which is uh, entertainment predetermined outcomes um one thing and now they purchased this other one and the other one really is, is admitted that their they are their matchups aren't necessarily based on uh, skill set, but what people want to watch. Right. So so they they have their matchups or their fights based on popularity of the fighters rather than skill sets of the fighters or whether they had gone through a series like boxing where you go through a series of matches before you really get a title shot. Mm. Uh, there's a little bit of that, but not as much. So you have that. This is this move, this morphing kind of thing, and my I just wonder if there's going to be a little predetermined outcome. In some of those fights, you know, Don King's spirit is still alive. Yeah, they, <laughs> that's true. It's a very good point. Well, didn't Andy Kaufman pay the price for suggesting it was fake? Yeah, he sure did. Got Waller, his ass beat. Waller kicked his ass, and he he did. Well, he did something to his neck. He he did a pile driver on him or something. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, so don't ever say wrestling's fake, man. Maybe it's choreographed, but it's that choreograph that choreography is real, well, babe. Yeah, yeah, it is real because I mean I remember talking to some of the professional wrestlers and they're like, Yeah, we're trying not to get hurt, but we get hurt. You're yeah. gonna fall wrong. Something's gonna That's happen. Right. I've broken my arm, I've gotten bruised ribs, I've broken ribs, I've done this, I've done that. They do get hurt. Yeah. I was when I was a kid when I was watching professional Yes, I watched it when I was a kid. I was watching. I remember one guy got his leg broke in the ring. Yeah, well, you can't uh, you can't throw bro- somebody I, six feet down. You know, broken, <laughs> without broken, something going wrong sometimes. Yeah, broken, crooked. 
kind of thing. Ah, that kind of bro- broke. Nasty. Right? Said, Man, ouch, 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 yeah, ouch. So, yeah, it happens. But but they're they're fit and they're they're trained and they train for this. It's it's just you know, it's just uh, like the Italians. What is it? Stick to the tumbler. It's just, stick it's to the tumbler. Stick just, to the tumbler. It's the well, acrobatic. Well, it's a performance yeah. art. Oh, it's a wonderful it thing. I think it's a, one of the best thing, best shows around. I think. <laughs> Do the hammer lock. Yeah. <laughs> I I learned something on my cross country trek. Oh dear. You know, remember streaking? How big streaking oh, yeah. was? Running in, around yeah. naked. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Well, my there was that Ray Stevens song, "The Streak." I That's just what I say. found out. I, I found out my it was kids, because of a song. My kids are obsessed with the song "The Streak," which really? I had never. How did they find the streak? Uh, Dan played it for them once on Alexa, and so now Sage will ask it's, Alexa to play "The Streak," and he'll run around the it's house. It's a terrible <laughs> song. Oh yes, they call him the streak. It's the worst song. Something that was what started streaking. I had, I did not know. I'm trying to think of what the words are. Yeah. No, 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 no. Streaking. No, that was that was something we went on before the song. The song. No, I, I. Yeah, I think he capitalized on. He capitalized on the fact that people were streaking. This was some sort of. According to the DJ on Sirius XM, it was because of the song. No. That college student started streaking like crazy at at football. Well, okay. just Let's remember see. this. We talked about it earlier. Whoever wrote that song, they're making money. That's yeah. right. Yeah, making money. I had never heard it before. What? Yeah. My kids listen. Sage especially. There was a he lot of parody songs. It was songs the 70s, was right? Growing up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lo- there were a lot of parody songs. Um, remember, oh, yeah. yep. there was some Mr. Shark or something where they would play bits of songs. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yep. Um. Yep. But, you know, I love the Dr. Demento stuff and they're coming to take me away. Ha ha. He, he. Oh, you know, yes. that kind of stuff. I love those parody songs growing up, but you don't hear those anymore, do you? No. I mean, that, that was a 70s thing, man. No. That, it, it didn't exist anymore. Weird, weird Al used to do them. I don't know if he oh, still yeah. does. Oh, well, yeah. There you go. Did you ever watch Weird, the Al Yankovic story? No, I want to watch it. You, you watch it. It's really good. It's on. It's on um, Roku. It's a Roku original. Okay. And Radcliffe. You know, people are saying, "Well, Radcliffe, he's you know, Weird Al's tall and lanky, and Radcliffe's five six. Well, that's the point. I mean, it's supposed to be. Uh, uh, it's spoofing biopics. Oh. Okay. So naturally, they're going to cast a sort of opposite sort of person to do it. But there are so many good people in it. Rain Wilson is Dr. Demento. Oh, I love oh, Rain Wilson. Yeah, Fabulous and everything. Yep. Evan Rachel Wood is Madonna. I mean, watch it. It is a really funny spoof. A spoof on the ultimate spoofer, which is Weird Al. So, yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. Again, and if as long as you have Roku, it's free. Yeah, you we have Roku. You will get it on other services. <clears throat> now, we're watching Waco right now. Waco Aftermath. Hmm? Oh, yeah. Waco Aftermath is what well, we're watching. A, yeah, I don't understand. There's a bunch of them. We were watching it, and it, it said that there were six episodes or something in the first season, and now we're watch, we went back to watch the second one, and now it says there's only two in the first season. So I'm very confused. And it seems like there's two separate ones with the same, with the same cast. There's the aftermath now, are the and the are they doing it? The Dowdles, uh, they're from Minnesota, uh, John, Eric, and Drew? 
Very good they question, but one. I do not know the answer. I will look it up. And uh, I, I believe you've talked with them before, Tom. There are a couple of uh, Twin Cities guys. Mm -hmm. but they did the uh, first Waco series with Taylor Kitsch as yeah. yep. David Kresh. <coughs> um, so I'm hoping they did. They're very talented filmmakers. Because um, that's quite the story. My God. Oh, my God. My you're right. My God. It's <coughs> Frightening, and I have to watch that. That's on Showtime, correct? Tom, is it on Showtime? I believe so, yeah. Because I got that specifically to watch uh, George and Tammy, and I haven't gotten around to that. Oh, that's such a good series. Really good. Really good. And, uh, and that's the yeah. same guy. The same guy that's in George and Tammy is in Waco. Yeah, yeah uh, is, yep. Drew Dowdle and John Eric Dowdle are the creators okay. of this show. So good for them. A couple of nice Minnesota fellas. Um, and, uh, I would imagine they're writing. Yeah. They're both born in St. Paul. Uh, so yeah, they, they, that really, that first Waco put them on the map. I know that much. Um, so good. Yeah. And Michael Shannon's in it and it said Giovanni Ribisi's in it yep. too. Yeah. He's phenomenal. Yep. They're really all good. so good. All right, Timmy, I know you got to hit the road here, but take a guess how much Tucker Carlson made per year in his last oh, contract. Oh, 45 million. I was going to say maybe in the 25 million range. He was number is, one. You're both too point. high. It was 20 million. Too high? You said mm. 45 million. He only made 20 million oh, a all year. All he made was 20 God. million. God. No wonder he left. Oh, God. No, yeah. Only a million yeah. and a half a I'd month. I'd leave too <laughs> if I were him. Who can, live, live, who can live on that kind of change? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that I have to is go pocket too. change. Well, and, and he did it every night, correct? Because yeah. Monday through Rachel, Friday, yeah. Rachel Maddow is on one time a week, and she makes a lot more than that. Wow. Why? Uh, Nobody watches her show anymore. She's terrible. One time a week, and she makes more than Tucker Carlson made doing it five days what a week. What a joke. Well, Andy also had that other whole thing. I don't know if he got more money for that Fox Nation thing that he was doing. I never saw that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Fox Nation. Um, I just got a message from Doc Ketchmark. I just want to get this in before I leave. We saw Evil Dead Rise on the ultra screen uh, the other night, and we loved it. I thought now it was that's, horrible. If you want to get scared, you and Alex, Tommy, because I know Catherine and Andy, they're big fans of that horror movie mm. stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I interrupted there, but Doc just messaged me about that. So cool. Not a I'm problem glad, at all. I'm glad he's digging it, man. All right, Pally, Jeez. we will talk to you on Monday. Goodbye, Carl. Uh, Friday. Friday. Friday, not Friday. Monday. Yes, indeed. Friday. Thanks, right, Pally. Have a great week, everybody. You, you too. too. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Should mention that uh, Fox's uh, stock dropped to $29 this morning, which is down almost 5%. Wow. That is a big drop for a stock. 5% is a lot to be dropping. Well. But, you know, we'll see how it all works out in the end. But yeah, he made twenty. Well, you know, and that's by the way from from uh, the internet. Uh, they're saying he makes twenty million a year. So do you think? Yeah, you never really know. Yeah, you don't really know, do you? You know, I kind of am glad to see all these huge corporations that have been in control um, have problems. Yeah, absolutely. And falter because they have been politicizing everything for so long. I, yeah. And I think I think maybe this might be the beginning of some new age. I hope. You mean no far left and no far right? Well, at, le at least the presentation of some sort of centrist view. 
something, just anything. That would be really nice. Rather than just, well, I hate him, and if you don't hate him, you're horrible. But don't want to listen to it. Uh, yeah, that's I think thing. people are sick of it. I, everywhere I go, I people am. are. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm such a centrist, and I just can't. There's nowhere to go. I mean, I know that people really love being that. That's my team, and you know, I'll fight to the death about that kind of stuff. But more and more people are just so sick of the negativity and the lies mm-hmm. that go along with it. And yep. the, I gotta crush you if you don't think the way I do. That's not a healthy way to live. And I don't know if it's a sustainable way to live. You no. can live like that for a long time, and you can be a jackass to other people and call names and be a jerk for, for a long time. And people will start turning away from it. And maybe, and maybe late night TV, their yeah, that's loss all on of the ratings yep. is just mm-hmm. sort of they're they, on the ropes. Cause they just, exactly, because they, they, they were part of the problem, too. They embraced it. They just love it. Yeah. Can't get enough of yeah. that sort of stuff. And I think maybe it was fun. It's sort of like the shock jock era you know, yeah, where everybody, yep. you know, and, and, yep. and the, you know, the nudity in movies for a while and HBO, yeah, you know, everything has to, yeah, everything just has to go so far to the other mm-hmm. side. And then everybody's like, okay, I've already seen this. This is not, yep. you know, please something new. So I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that all of these shakeups might, if the politicians could just shut up now and start, um, being more mindful of what the population is going through instead of just being reelected and it's all they care about. I know, but I, I think people are also sick of that. Well, politicians Tucker... just ramming through bills that nobody wants and doing whatever they want. I, I think people are sick of it. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this. If the adjuster really, truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Tucker Carlson got fired. Don Lemon got fired. 
And I'm still trying to get rid of Kristen Burt. But no. It hasn't worked so far. Kristen Burt should not get rid of KB2. <laughs> you cannot. Can't get rid of KB1. Now you have a second one. Yeah. So KB2, do you think that that 20 million bucks a year for Tucker is, is a, a good figure? Or did he make a lot more than that, actually? Honestly, I was listening to you, and when Tim guessed $25 million, that was kind of my guess, honestly, mm-hmm. somewhere in that range. And we don't know if he got any sort of incentives based off of right, advertising. Right. There are other things that maybe his base salary was $20 million, mm. but there were some things written into his contract to sweeten the deal. Yeah. yeah. That did, would make sense. Or, But he didn't get uh, any kind of endorsements or anything. They don't get that sort of stuff. No, they don't really do endorsements on them. I mean, they don't. don't They don't, but, but, you know, maybe based off of advertising, sometimes they can get advertising dollars because I, I don't, Fox just doesn't operate like a regular newsroom. So I would, wouldn't be surprised if there were other ways they made additional money on the top. Okay. Sure. Or personal appearances. I mean, they're, they're. Oh, absolutely. Public speaking. He's going to make a fortune if he doesn't um, go back to broadcasting right away. I mean, a book deal public speaking there are so many ways to make a lot of money a subscription podcast i bet he'd kill it doing 100 percent. i mean this is not the last i think people were so happy to see tucker carlson go away i'm like you guys he's not going away you know that right (laughs) he's just off of fox news he's going somewhere right does anybody really think that that's not an act that Don Lemon puts on, that Tucker Carlson, but they all put on an act. That's not how they act in person. Eh, Don well, Lemon I, is not an act. No, you might be right no. about that. He's just a pro. The Don Lemon thing, I mean, the, to me, the sexism, the misogyny that he was like just just dripping on air, like yeah. while his female co-host sat next to him, like was astonishing to me. And uh, so I think that he needs to like take a pause look at himself, realize whatever his inherent sexism is and and work on that. Where I think Tucker Carlson, I I, I think it was really spelled out to us in terms of that Dominion lawsuit. We saw what he was saying behind the scenes and then what he was saying on air, it was a complete 180. Yeah, it was. So uh, I I think that uh, a a lot of, maybe not all, but most of the the Fox News personalities are almost caricatures of who they are Mm -hmm. in real life. Hmm. And I think it's the same for CNN. It's all BS. It's all an act. Drives me nuts. Yeah, and and everyone leaned into Donald Trump, whether you were for or against him. Everybody leaned into selling Donald Trump in one way or another. Yeah, it's true. That is true. Although, you know, you notice uh, it is working because what did did Joe Biden do? He announces he's going to run for president by ripping the piss out of MAGA. He kept bringing up MAGA, 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 MAGA. I'm so sick of it. I am, I'll tell you that. I wouldn't yeah, vote for you. Yeah, there's so many things side. going on in the world, and then that's what you're going to do is run around screaming about extreme MAGA. It's like, well, shut up. Plus, Stop going to war. Plus the fact, what's wrong with Make America Great Again anyway? You know, the fact that he used oh, it might piss you off. Because they decided well, the to it link is. it to the January 6th thing, and now it's all a bunch yeah. of insurrectionists that believed in it or whatever. But of course, you can burn down every city in America. That's okay. I know. Like it's I said, disgusting. the whole thing is ridiculous. It is. Yeah, you can, you can allow crime to spread as far and wide as you possibly can let it and be just fine. And yes. the reason I say I that... I just, Did you just, see that our governor, who was going to rent the $17,000 a month mansion, well, the yeah, oh yeah, yep. governor's mansion... Mm-hmm. Did you know he doesn't have his own home? It's only three... Well, he sold it. 
As soon as he won the governorship, he sold his house. He doesn't own. have his own house. He's not paying property taxes as the governor <clears throat> this guy. of the state. That is nice. A nice way to yeah. stack some cash while but you're working it's for also the government. really low end. Do you know that he was a <laughs> he was a sergeant, a master sergeant, I think, in the United States Army? Uh, and you know when he left the Army? No. As soon as he was sent overseas, he said, I ain't going overseas, and just left. Oh. As soon as it's time to work, he just, oh, well, I, I well, can't do it. People were very, very upset about him getting a $17 million mansion in Sunfish Lake, which is a very ritzy suburb of St. Paul. Um, so, I mean, there was a lot of pressure. They're like, wait a minute. We had a $17 billion surplus. None of us are getting any money back. Right. Uh, we've got potholes everywhere. Crime is rampant. Uh, the schools are failing. Um, and you're going to rent a $17,000 a month house. I know. So now all of a sudden, the University of Minnesota has a mansion, apparently, that has been vacated by some president of something. The president quit and went to Pittsburgh, I think. Oh, and so that's going to be a $4,500 a month mansion instead of the 17. Oh, so okay. it's actually a good thing that people were outraged because that is an outrageous sum of money. What's well, ridiculous. 200 grand a year? Yeah. And they don't know how long this renovation is even going to take. It's at least a year. Oh, so at fifty percent taxation, you would have to make four hundred grand just to pay his rent. Yep. Jeez. Yep. <laughs> see, wow. See, I, I, I think maybe people are starting to wake up to I this elitist so. attitude of Ugh. politicians, and maybe they're getting a little sick of it. I, I sure hope so, because it's right there in front of your face if you look. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Both sides. Both everybody, even the even the libertarians that we want to support, will do exactly the same thing. Yeah, they will. They're going to have yeah. that this elitist kind of attitude once they're in office. You know, you know they have a couple canapes and a couple <laughs> glasses of champagne, and, boom. and they're flying private, and they've got groupies and sycophants everywhere. They get the yeah. silk suits for free and all that mm. sort of stuff. And boy, now I'm look at me. Yep. Look at me. I'm a rock star. And before get that you know lobbyist it, money. You, yeah. You, know, you get that lobbyist money in, the, in these gifts that go into yeah. little uh, unmarked accounts places. And boy, you go in, it, your, your net worth is maybe $2 million. You come out, it's $300 million. Yeah. yeah. Oh, how did nice, that happen? Nice you know? ROI. Why wasn't I smarter? I should have gotten into politics. There's I still time, that. honey. Biden, look at Biden. There's no time. <laughs> I always laugh when it's like, my uncle's always like, you love politics. Why don't you get into it? I'm like, because I want to have a life. Yeah. yeah. I do not want people yelling at me all the time from both sides and the invasion of privacy. It just doesn't even look like fun. You age uh, 10 years in your first year in office. It sounds terrible. Well, don't you think it's kind of like, um, well, there's a saying that, you know, politicians are ugly people that wanted to be actors. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why so many of them are like, we hate Hollywood? <laughs> well, yes. well, what's interesting to me is, it, like you were talking, they love the, the adulation and all of a sudden the riches and being able to live like a rock star, and they just love that public eye so much. So, so a normal person that would actually want to go in and get something done, there's no way somebody that doesn't want that um, limelight and the spotlight can do that job because they just start ripping you. Like you said, you lose your privacy. They attack you. They attack your family. They go through every tweet, everything you've ever said. They go and interview everyone you've ever talked to looking for 
anything to get at you. Mm-hmm. And it's just what a sick system. It's sick. Yeah. It's not healthy. It's not great for your mental health. And I prefer my nice, quiet, boring life. Exactly. And regardless of how altruistic you are when you go into this process, you are poisoned by yep. the attention. Yep. Right. You know, That's everybody right. likes to have attention. Everybody likes to have attention. You can't go in there saying, I don't want any attention until you start getting attention and people start paying attention to you. Mm-hmm. Can, you know, can Tell I do you this? how blah, wonderful blah, 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 blah. you are. Yeah, of course. If you just sign this bill. That's right. <laughs> I feel like the last, even president, not spoiled by that. He obviously didn't have a second term, would be Jimmy Carter. He just, you know, returned to his very right. humble roots and yep. did his charity work. And I don't think you can say that about many other politicians. No, you really can't. Maybe Gerald Ford. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe Gerald that's Ford. Because he didn't have another a second a term. Yeah, and either. he wasn't. Is, a, is, that, is it the he, second term issue? I, I don't know. I mean, Donald yeah. Trump didn't have a second term as of right now. So. But he, wants that. but he ago. didn't. He, but he didn't go back to doing charitable works either. You know, <laughs> oh, he, to himself he did. <laughs> and he was already <laughs> charitable works. Well, and that's the problem too with everybody having to be a very wealthy person to go into politics. They already mm-hmm. have an agenda. They probably want to do stuff for their friends and their own businesses. Yeah. And, and you oh yeah, I mean, I, I, Congress likes to have their own agenda. They're sure. not. I, sometimes I'm like, are you working for us or are you no. working for yourselves? Oh, you're working not. for yourself. I got it. Do not think they're working for us. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you might be right. But what are you going to do? I just, the world is getting weirder by the day. That's all I have to say. Right? It's true. We had some good years, people. <laughs> we had a good run. We did. <laughs> so what's going on in Hollywood other than these? Uh, well, that's not really Hollywood. It's the news. Well, that's the writer's video. strike. Do you know anything about it? Yeah. Um, I, this is kind of interesting because uh, we will... Nope, likely within a week, whether the writer strike is going to happen because it is a May 1st deadline. And we have two opposite things happening right now in Las Vegas is CinemaCon, which is all of the national theater owners. And they're all out there seeing what Hollywood is about to bring them for the summer and early 2024. So they're like throwing out all these A-listers. When on the flip side, writers behind the scenes are hoping to get a, a better contract and if we don't get this deal locked and loaded, sure, all of the, the movies and TV shows that are already banked and done, that's fine. But if it's a long writer's strike, we're not going to have a lot of content come fall. And that's the big issue. We're going to really start suffering when it comes, especially when it comes to television. Because the writing season usually starts right about June. Well, luckily I can watch every episode of Leave it to Beaver, so I'm good to go. <laughs> You can go back to Leave it to Beaver. Absolutely. Um, Catherine, I just wanted to add to uh, on Showtime, your, your Waco series. It's five episodes, but they're not all out yet. April 30th is the next episode. Oh, okay. Right. So, okay. Yeah. so Aftermath has more episodes. Yes. No. Aftermath has five episodes in total, yeah. and the next episode will be dropped April 30th. Okay. Yeah. Just Good keep, show. Yeah. Oh, it's but, just but that's really... the thing. Either we're going to go back and watch things that we haven't caught up on, Um it's going to be a lot of Marvel movies that are already done. It's mm. it's one of those situations where I really hope that they're able to come to, you know, the table and really find a good solution to what they want on, on both sides because... Do you know what they're asking for? I'm sorry? Do you know what they're asking for? The writers? Well, yeah, the writers are asking for more residuals. So when streaming came along and streaming wasn't a big player... 
um, they were like, okay, you know, you get lots of great residuals, which means you get money each time the show that you wrote airs. Sure. It dwindles down after each episode, but you still you make a significant amount of money. When streaming came along, they always make concessions going, oh, it's just, you know, it's on the internet. Oh, it's on this network that nobody knows about. Well, now... Netflix, Paramount Plus, HBO Max, which is now Max, all of these networks are now big players and they're getting pennies oh. for the first airing. And it's it's really it's really unfortunate because writers are getting priced out of living in Los Angeles where you can't even have a middle class life working as a writer anymore, which before was oh, an easy way to like have a good life, buy a house, everything else. And they're now going, well, I'll have to work on three or four shows because these shows are also not 22 episodes. They're eight episodes. Oh, right. Well, see, isn't that interesting? Because Hollywood is, you know, running around telling everybody else how to live. And then they're a bunch of cheap bastards with the writers. And the actors, even the middle class actor is being priced out of Los Angeles. It's why a lot of them moved to Atlanta during the pandemic. We're seeing them, you know, live in other places because self-taping, which, hey, you can do your audition in your living room now instead of coming into a, a casting house and, and doing it in person. So it's not just the writers. It's We're going to see negotiations two weeks later because the directors have their contract coming up. And then in late June, the actors have their contract coming up. They're all back to back to back. And all the unions will be supporting each other. So if there is a writer's strike, nobody in town will be working. That's interesting that you talked about Atlanta because I just, um, I was visiting a friend. She lives near Atlanta and we went and did some volunteer work for a foster care thing that she had committed to before I came up. And so we were working on there and we were talking to a bunch of people and they were, they were talking about this area that's been built for movies, that they've got a huge sound stage. And there's an amphitheater there, and there's all kinds of bars and restaurants that they're turning this into this huge entertainment complex. I can't remember yes. the name of it. Tillith yeah, or something? Does Tillith... I don't remember what it's called either, yeah, but it it's kind of being Tillith? built. If, if anyone remembers like Celebration that. in the Orlando area when Disney owned the town, yeah. that's essentially what they're doing with this production town. So people can live on the premises. They can dine. They can shop. They can work. Um so it's really kind of be create, uh, becoming quite the production hub, which is amazing. Yeah, because so many, so many shows you see that Georgia Peach thing on there. So, so that mean, does that mean that they're filmed in there? Filmed in Atlanta? Yeah, that's the Georgia filming board kind of symbol. Okay. So when you see that little peach, you'll know it, it was uh, filmed in Atlanta. On top of it, you have Tyler Perry's multi-million dollar studios that have been very successful. They were some of the first studios to get up and running in the middle of the pandemic. They also have hotel and housing on uh, the lot as well. So uh, people are doing some really smart things that need to be done and California needs to catch up. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And Vegas is, they're, they're getting their own soundstage. Mark Wahlberg's moving there. Oh, yeah, he oh is. really? Yep. yep. Yeah, he's already there. He sold his house here in Los Angeles. He packed up his kids and his wife and they are back in Las Vegas now. Yeah, they are. They're, they're, his whole goal is to just move some of the industry there, which is you know, they just there's so so many tax advantages that that's sure. obvious to do that. So we'll, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. And he's a multimillionaire. So he is excited to not have that state income tax. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. You know, and he, he can he can he can build a soundstage. Building a soundstage is well, if you get a warehouse, you got a soundstage pretty much. You just have to do the remodeling on the inside. So, right. you know, doing that is not difficult. And Vegas loves that stuff. And they, they 
Yeah, and the thing. land is there too. That's the that's other right. thing. You know, here in Los Angeles, we're jam packed. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you go just outside of you know the Las Vegas Strip, maybe toward Summerlin, you're you're going to have a lot more land available to you, so that you can build your soundstage, but then you can also expand your soundstage. What's yeah. that new mansion tax in California? Oh yeah, that's right. Five million dollars or over in sales. There is a mansion tax. How much? I think it's five percent. It's Whoa. a lot. In parts of California, isn't five million dollars like a five hundred square even... foot shed? Yeah. So, um, so if, yeah. if the property sells for ten million dollars or more, the uh, the tax will go up to five and a half percent. God. Yeah, and five five million is five percent, and that's the thing too. Everyone was trying to get their house sold before April first because that's when the mansion tax kicked in, and <sighs> celebrities were throwing their homes on the market so fast and hoping to do a quick deal. But of course, you know, the market has slowed down considerably compared to the last few years. Well, well I don't understand if so many celebrities are all in on all of this stuff. Why aren't they happy to pay the tax? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, that's why you see all of a sudden you're like, so-and-so moved to Florida or, you know, their second <laughs> oh, home in yeah. Florida that they're now making their main residence or Tennessee, not as much for Nevada, but, um, but definitely Tennessee and Florida. Although it's interesting, um, I've seen a couple articles that a lot of people are now leaving Tennessee and Florida because the politics have become too much. So I, I don't know where people are going to land after this all, after the dust, you know, sort of settles. Nowhere to it, go. It, 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 yeah, where do you go? I mean, do you want the money or do you want to deal with some of the politics that you may not agree with? That's going to be interesting to watch and see how that plays out, to be honest. And you can live in Minnesota and you can get neither. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. There you go. That's exactly right. You know, you look at, uh, you look at uh, the California politics, which are by and large liberal. I think we would all agree on that. Yet mm -hmm. when it comes to supporting liberal ideas, they want no parts of it. So if you increase the taxes, they don't want any parts of that. Or if you have a union action, oh, we don't want any parts of that. Yeah, yeah. If, if, uh, if and especially to... with the homeless issue, which we do need to solve. And, and, you know, Karen Bass, who is the L.A. mayor, has issued a state of emergency on that. And she's trying to work through that. But um, there's a lot of nimbyism going on. Does everyone know what that means? No, not in my not backyard. in my backyard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, um, you know, if they want to sit there and create because, of course, there's a lot of empty buildings post pandemic. Can you turn an old mall or a commercial building into housing for people, affordable you know, housing? But Oh, but not in my backyard. You know, you've also got the problem where, you know, they, they have been throwing money at the homeless problem. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, is that, it, you know, they've got $60 million. They get $100 million, and then they get housing for 15 people. It's like, where where is all of this money going? There's Boy. no accountability with this amount of money flying around, and still the homeless population keeps growing and growing and growing. Well, a lot of them also aren't homeless because they can't find a home. Most of it is. They're drugs. homeless because they have mental illness or a drug addiction. Mm -hmm. Right. That needs to be solved or else they will continue to be homeless forever. Yeah, they're not building homes for them makes no sense. <laughs> the Babylon Bee had a hilarious thing. They're like and they had a couple looking for starter for a starter tent with no toilet <laughs> in LA. <laughs> well, uh, I will say that they have some of the emergency orders that they've done in the last couple of months has cleaned up some of the tent cities, the ones that were longstanding. Um, and they have reportedly, I haven't gone to check out myself, but reportedly moved everyone into housing. 
And, um, but it's not permanent housing. It's temporary housing that they're using with like old motels and things like that. And the, yeah, but- the goal is, and of course, and for the permanent housing, but it least has cleaned up some of the crucial areas that really need needed some help. Well, it's so interesting we'll see how that goes. But it is interesting because in Minneapolis, we've got, you know, our tent cities too. And people are all mad every time they have to clear an area because the tent city has been starting fires and houses have been on fire next to the tent cities because there's, you know, I mean, there's arson and there's this and there's all people are stealing and doing all this stuff. So they finally clear a place because the neighborhood is just sick to death of it. And the activists start screaming and yelling that they're being unfair. Right. That they have to leave these tent cities there, but and, they don't want to live there, though. Uh, but that, it's also a health crisis, and I think that that's is, what but, everyone needs to remember. But who are they listening to? Are they listening to the screaming, yelling activists that are going to probably start a riot over it, or do they listen to the neighbors that are, are actually taxes. paying property taxes? Yeah, and, I, I I do feel like. Karen Bass is at least listening to both sides so far. We haven't seen as much activism. I think that you're seeing, uh, you know, in opposition to the tent cities. I think everyone's realizing we need to get these tent cities cleared up. Hmm. They're a problem. Yeah, but she is a Karen. (laughs) She is a Karen. (laughs) Yeah, and and we'll see because she's got a huge task ahead of her. She's, you know, she's newly in office. She came into office uh, the first of the year. Um, we'll see what happens mm-hmm. so far. Things are moving in the right direction, but you oh. never know. But no. she knows that everyone's putting the pressure on her. She doesn't have any room for error on this. Well, and plus the other problem is that you finally get something done and then the lawsuits start coming in. Yeah. yeah. Because lot, every time yeah, you try to do what, no good deed goes unpunished in this world anymore. There's a lot of cheap land up out in Redlands. Why don't you just get a big old tract of land out there and just if someone shows up with a tent, say, we're going to help you move your tent out to your space in Redlands. There you go. And then they're going to go, not in my backyard in Redlands. Redlands is you know, pretty rough. There are a lot of, you know, a lot of places out there. I don't know about Redlands. But people but there, may not the universities much. out there, people will be like, not in my backyard. Oh, no, We're a university. Not, that's right. Oh, I can't have it there. No doubt about it. All right. Well, that's going to do it for another week there, sister. All right. Well, I'm glad to be back since I missed you guys last week. And I'll see you tomorrow morning. All right. Thanks very much. Everybody else good to go? They're good to go. We are out of here. All right, talk to you later. Bye.